0: Thank you. What's up? You are listening to another episode of KeepTheChange.co.nz Money Mail every Friday 9am. A big shout out first of all to Bruco down there in the Mount for helping cover the cost of the platform that these emails get shot out to people on. Appreciate the support. If you're ever in the area, go down and grab a beverage or a steak there. Do a lovely feed as well. This week, I'm recording this a week earlier than I'm releasing the email, so. By the time this goes out, it may have changed slightly because I'm still sort of researching it, but I've got a very, very busy week coming up and I'm going to be away on Friday, I'm going to be away the weekend, I'm going to be away the following week and that means that I get out of my natural habitat and out of my routine and all the things that are usually easy for me to do become very fucking hard to do because my life goes from routine to chaos. I'm sure you can can relate, it's not like it sounds dramatic, but that's how I term it. Often in life, we build patterns, right? So we just do the same things every day, et cetera. And then if we build things like, okay, I'm going to do money mail for you, for instance, every week. When I go away, I'm like, shit, I didn't really think about that when I started that. How am I going to record a podcast when I'm away and I don't have my podcasting equipment? Well, maybe I just won't do it. Well, that's not really the standard that I operate to. I'm like, okay, well, I've got to fit it in where I can and got to get it in where I can. So I'm doing this one ahead of going away and there may be some things that I refine throughout the week before I send out the email, but I've written the bulk of this. Just for context, it's Sunday morning when I'm recording this, the 10th of April, you'll be getting this on the 17th, I think. Is that No, it can't be. That's next Sunday, the 15th. What an idiot. Five days after Sunday, you dickhead. Um, So maybe go and read the email as well just to make sure I haven't put in any any extra links because there are some links in this one too. And this is a pretty grunty one, and I know this one will be popular because... You Kiwis, you love to buy houses, don't you? Now, some of you are struggling to buy a house. The first home buyers, and this might be out to help you. So let's get into it. The topic this week is called struggling to buy a house. Try this question mark. Now the beauty of getting hundred lessons in to keep the change is that we've built up an awesome community of smart people. Last week, one of the readers sent me something to take a look at when it comes to shared home ownership. Now, I'd imagine if you're anything like me, I don't know too much about shared home ownership. I thought it was probably like buying one with your mates. And I was actually going to try and do that with a couple of mates a year or so ago. Well, actually two years ago when I could see the property market was going to go nuts because they were printing so much money and putting it into supply. And uh, I couldn't get it across the line. One of the lads was keen. The other lad was like, no, I just can't because we're going to be buying for ourselves and uh, we can't do this. So it didn't. But anyway, I think it's going to become more popular because like anything, when things become more expensive, people go, well, should we share it? And that's how you create a solution. So the should we share it type mentality is coming into our Kiwi home ownership. And I'm going to tell you who is putting up the money soon in a second. But anyway, someone sent me something to read around shared home ownership. Shout out Perry. Thanks, brother. I then put something on Instagram around whether anyone knew anything more about this specific model because I wanted to get a feel for people replying, being like, yeah, I've had exposure to this. You know, I usually get about 500 people looking at those stories, and interestingly, I only had two people respond being like, yeah, I'll be keen on some more info on this, I had no one say they knew anything about it, and then I opened my email Sunday morning, and Scotty Murison, I think that's your last name, mate, I hope I got that right, um, a champion bloke, and he sent me through a whole info pack that he'd put together for some of his clients about it, I know Scott, he's a good guy, and so... In the space of a week I've learned about something I had no idea really existed and now I've got a whole info pack and now I can reteach some of the things that I've learned in the space of this week as well and by the time that I send this email out on Friday I would have learned some more stuff too because I've still got five days of researching this to go but on Sunday morning I had a complete info pack on the model land in my inbox from another reader. I was reading up about Kayanga Aura's first home partner programme. To summarise it really quickly for you, Kayanga Ora, which is a government department, right? so it's the government realistically, have a first home partner offering that help you get into your first home. They do this by purchasing a percentage of the house you want to buy and you finance the rest with the bank. You're like, whoa, 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 I thought you were going to summarise that. Man, that sounded real complicated. You're buying, say, 80% of it, they're buying the other 20, you own eight-tenths of it, they own two-tenths, and you co-own it. So it's a shared ownership. As an example, you might have saved 10% of the purchase price of a home and a participating bank is willing to lend you 75%. Kyang Aura then contributes 15% to the purchase of the home with you in return for a 15% share of ownership in the home. Now that's straight off their website. As you can see, the bank's like, yeah, yep, you've got 10% deposit, good stuff, but we can't lend you the entire amount. And you're like, oh, but I want to buy this bloody house. But you can't because the bank's not going to let you. So Kayanga Aura are going to buy 15% of it and they'll own 15%, you'll own uh, the rest of it. So you'll be able to pay your deposit, the bank will put up the rest of the cash, and then they'll put up the rest of the cash too, and they'll own that. Now, with these t- types of things, there are, of course, eligibility requirements, and you can find them all here at the link that I've put into the email, which is the coing or a website with home ownership, first home partner, check you are eligible for the first home partner. If you go to the email, you'll be able to click on that and check that out, or keepthechange.co.nz forward slash blog. Here's a few of the key criteria that you might want to be thinking about you must have a minimum of 5% of the purchase price of the home you want to buy. So you've got to have at least a 5% deposit, right? Total household, in, I'm pretty sure that includes like KiwiSaver and stuff like that too. Total household income before you can't, oh, before, oh I haven't spelt this right on the email, so I have to edit this. Total household income can't be more than, oh, that's before tax is what it was going to be, before tax can't be more than $130,000, now, I think the median income in New Zealand now is around sixty grand. So a couple are probably going to sit underneath that, but I know a number of you are hungry out there, and this will probably count you out straight away. But maybe you're single, for instance, and it's um, you know it's going to be applicable before you are in a relationship. So you want to be thinking about those things as well. So household income can't be more than one hundred and thirty grand before tax. You've got to be a first home buyer too. So if you've already bought a house, you sickos with seven rentals, listening to that, been like, oh, I might use this. Forget about it. Go and buy another rental of the leverage you've got after the government pumped up the price of their houses over the last two years, a eh? 40%, how good's your life? Anyway, you love leverage. Now the fourth point here, you must buy a home for you to live in and commit to living there as your primary place of residence for at least three years from your settlement date. You can't be buying this thing to flick it again, you bloody rental property investors. I know what you're like. Oh, yeah, I'm going to live there. And you flick it off and take the capital gains and try not to pay any tax on it because you don't want to pay any tax and contribute to the society that we live in. Disgraceful <sighs> behaviour we've bred here in New Zealand, isn't it? But anyway, I shouldn't be taking the piss out of these people. Um, if it's within the rules, it's within the rules. You know, that's the system that we live in. But you've got to be tr- you've got to basically be living in this yourself. It's got to be for you and thinking about there, being there for at least three years from your settlement date. Now, I've also been told that the home you choose must be a new build or off the plan. I couldn't find this on the website, but I heard two people tell me this. What that means is that it's a brand new home, because you think about it, this model is designed around increasing the number of new homes in New Zealand. They're trying to, a government initiative to try and increase the number of new homes in New Zealand and get people into those first homes. So you're probably going to learn a bit about the new home space if you go down this path when you do it. But before you get too carried away, the max contribution they can make towards a home purchase is 25% or 200 grand. That's a fair bit of coin though, isn't it? Whichever comes to the lower amount. Well, how do you pay, you're asking? How do Kayanga Aura make their cash? Surely they're going to charge you some interest. No. But nothing is free in this world, is it? And of course, you need to pay back Kayanga Aura back at some stage. You will need to do your best to purchase the share of the home owned by a Kayanga or within the first 15 years of ownership and must have purchased the share in full by the 25th anniversary from the date of settlement on the home. That's directly from their website. So basically, it's saying that you've got to have tried to pay it back within 15 years. Now, on average, I think Kiwis sell their homes every seven years and get out of there and go somewhere else. So I'd imagine most people are going to try and refinance at that stage or after the three-year mark, once it's kind of acceptable to sell it and move out, you're going to hopefully... Um, be able to then refinance that with the bank or buy them out, or you've come into some money, you've slowly started paying it down over time. But with anything that's new, there's always like the, like what what I see with humans is whenever there's a new system or scheme or model that's introduced, everyone pushes it to the absolute boundaries. That's just what humans do, right? We'll test how do we take something to its absolute parameters, its absolute boundaries. So because this is new, there will be a whole heap of shit that hasn't happened yet that people we'll be like, well, what if this happens? What if house prices go down? You know, do do I have to pay them back less? Like, all of these little things that you're not going to, we're not going to know about until they kind of happen, right? But um, there's some pretty big guidelines around this stuff in place already, because they're going to have to be thinking through this stuff. And there's actually a 30-page document, which I'll link out in this email as well, and talk about that at the very end. But as your home increases in value, you'll have to pay the extra back. This will be based on the percentage of ownership by Kaianga Aura, i.e., If you end up getting the maximum 200 grand loan from the first home partner scheme and the home you buy increases in value by 10%, it will cost you $220,000 to buy back Kianga or a share of your home. Think about that. You borrow 200 grand from them effectively or they own 200 grand of your home. Your house price goes up by 10%. Then you are uh, effectively, their share in that house is now worth $220,000. So you'd have to pay them out $220,000. So your cost of debt there is effectively 10%, isn't it? Now, you aren't paying interest on this or a portion, but if you want to think about the cost of this debt, because it is debt, then you need to consider the potential increase in the price of a property, which translates into more debt for you. If you think about this over the pandemic, where house prices went up 30 to 40%, and you did this right at the start, like, holy shit, or you know, your debt to them just really ramped up, and the cost of finance has been a lot more expensive than borrowing money from the bank, because you are owning a smaller portion of that house so you're getting a smaller portion of that gain but they are getting it but that's for people that have brought prior to the pandemic so hopefully that slows down but you know who knows what what the world looks like over time let's not go down that rabbit hole otherwise we we'll 10 minutes in and I'll have to buddy get back to the email and be like what were we even talking about but uh, what was one of the things that I wondered oh I did wonder who comes up with the valuation for that and exactly what they take that from. I'd imagine that will be in that 30-page document that I haven't yet read, read. And if I'm honest with you, I don't know if I'm going to read it, but I'll include it here so you can because I know that you'll be going through it with a fine-tooth comb. Nah, people will just be like, can I get the cash or not? And I think you can do a test or a check on their website too. But um, many people won't think about the cost of debt because they'll just be excited by the opportunity to get access to more credit to ensure they can get into their first home. That's the crux of it, isn't it? Let's be honest. People will be like, really? This exists? I didn't know about it? Fuck, I'm going to see if I'm eligible. Then, if I am, I don't really care about the 30 pages of rules and shit because uh, I just want to get the cash so I can buy this house, which, fair enough, that's uh, how people roll. Now, you can pay down the coin or debt throughout the home ownership time period too, just like you pay down debt to the bank. I did read something that you can pay it down, but it has to be in increments of like a thousand bucks, but I couldn't confirm that, but I think that could be legit. But um, again, you can sort of pay it off as you go as well. But of course, many people will hope that house prices just keep going to the moon, go in New Zealand, get those house prices up. We love it. And when they sell the property, they will buy out Kayanga Aura and pay off the new debt um, amount from the sale proceeds. Exactly what I was explaining before, before, people will sell it in the future, and then they'll be able to cash out Kayanga Aura, and then they'll own the full Home rather than their current 80%. But um, that will be different for everyone, of course, as well. Now, you'll need to do your best to purchase the share of the home owned by Koyanga Kay- Aura within the first 15 years of ownership. Uh, I think I've, yeah, I've included that twice, haven't I? So I'll tidy this email up. Apparently, if you use this model, you will also need to meet annually with a or a relationship manager. A bloody what? Does anyone know who these people are? They will work with you to review the financial circumstances of your household and work towards the goal of achieving full ownership now I guess they're just going to be checking in with people to make sure that you know you're not taking the piss and that you're actually still there and you know that you've got it all under control and giving you some advice and and making sure that you're actually on path to be able to repay it because ultimately they are giving you finance right and who is they well it's the government who is the money coming from oh whether well, they are creating it or it's coming out of the New Zealand taxpayer so you anyway so they're going to have to have some responsibility around this to ensure that people don't take the piss with the scheme. That's, I assume, where those relationship managers will come in. Now, I don't know how they're going to scale that by the number of users of the scheme, nor how qualified those people will be, like whether they'll be financial advisors or just some battler off the street that gets a job that's uh, on a government wage that gets to come knocking your door and be like, excuse me, we need to do an angle review of your financial circumstances of your household and work towards the goal of achieving full home ownership but uh, who knows, you know, that's again, like I say, of new things, these things all get fleshed out over time, but shout out to anybody that is a Kianga or a relationship manager out there, uh, I'm not taking the piss out of you, I'm just saying I'm interested in finding out who these people, are who who will end up getting these jobs and what qualifications they'll have to have, maybe I'll keep an eye out when those jobs get listed, I don't think I'll be applying, but I'll just be interested to know why you don't care about this because you're not a geek like me, so let's carry on. This is an interesting interesting scheme, I, I've used the word scheme here, but I know that Kiwis and people have a real negative Connotation towards the word scheme because you feel like you're getting schemed or it's a Ponzi scheme, um, but scheme, model, thing, it, don't know whatever you want to call it. I, I don't think this is a scheme. You're not being schemed as such. Um, it's just that's the word I use. But as many would argue, it's just helping people who can't afford things to get them ahead of time and pushing up the cost of housing. Whilst others would celebrate this for an amazing scheme allowing people to achieve the ultimate Kiwi dream. Again. This is going to be one of those things where people are like, "This is amazing, and that's helped me get into my home and and uh, that's helping other people get into their first homes and well done, congratulations to the government brilliant thing, and you know probably in ten years' time we'll get back to get to look back at it with some data and stuff. but then you have other people be like, "This is bullshit, you know this is just uh, the government taking more control of stuff and basically getting people into homes before they can even afford to. Why are we encouraging that that's just pushing up the price of houses and I can see both sides. And uh, I guess I'm not here to get into that, nor to get into that part of it. Maybe I will down the track at some stage once we're further down and we see who's kind of using the scheme and if it's actually achieving anything, but I'm just here to help educate you and put information in front of you that might make your life easier. So I hope you've learned something about this today, because I know there's a lot of people that don't know absolutely anything about that, because I was one of those people only just a week ago. So for further detail and a guide from someone who has helped people go through this process, you need to find the link that I've got from scotty to Hottie in my email from uh, smproperty.co.nz. And he's given me a massive PDF, and it's 13 pages, but don't worry, it's bullet points, okay? Otherwise, I would have gone back to him and said, mate, condense this down. No one wants to read this on a Sunday. You know, people are out enjoying their life, aren't they? That's what you're doing on a Sunday. But me, now I'm in the office recording a podcast for you, uh, reading 13-page bullet points bullet point documents from smproperty.co.nz to understand how this partnership model works. So I will include a link in the website for you to be able to download that and have a read of that as well. Now I know, as always, there's some older listeners, or I shouldn't have really said that, should I? But there is older listeners, so thank you for listening. But sometimes those people really, they've got a little bit more time on their hands than some of the younger people who are just uh, churning through some information and I know some of you will be like, "Well, I want to dig right into the nitty gritty of this." So what I've done for you too is I've got the shared ownership agreement with Quang, or the one that's around 30 pages long. It's hard to, um, you know, it's it's hard to get all of the information into this email. So I'm going to include the nitty-gritty 30-page PDF document that you can download straight off of their website to get more detail about it and you can do some learning in that space too because that's the contract you're going to have to sign with them if you were to go down this path. So if I was going to, I'd be having a skim through that for sure. Now, feel free to forward this to someone who you think might get a lot out of this or it might be useful for. It might be someone who's struggling to buy a property or who is thinking about buying a property uh, or is thinking about buying off the plans, for instance, or thought that home ownership was out of their grasp. Because it could be back. It could be back into their grasp after this. And ultimately, if this helps some people who their life goal is to have home ownership and to have their own home for their family and a new build and we build some more houses in New Zealand, well, hey, you know, good stuff. Um, I really hope that this gets into the hands of the right people and it just doesn't get the piss taken out of it, as can happen with a number of these things. Now, I don't know how many people are recipients of this email because it's not Friday yet. It's still Sunday. So we've still got about 5,500 people who get these, which is cool. And then obviously the podcast for all of you guys out there, which is awesome. There's about 350 to 400 downloads of the podcast a day at the moment, which is pretty cool. Did you know? Oh, damn it, I haven't done a did you know yet. Of course, because it's Sunday, so I'm just reading blank here. But I uh, know did you know for you this week, but there'll be something in the email. I'll come up with something before Friday. I was actually thinking about that before. I'm amazed that I've come up with 100 did you knows. And they're usually just something that I've kind of read during the week and thought, oh, I wonder if people will be interested in that. Righto. talking a little bit faster than usual, I've got myself on 1.25 speed today because I have a lot to get through, but uh, I hope you appreciate that I've tried to get this through even though I'm going to be at a wedding by the time you listen to this, I'd imagine, sucking on a couple of red wines and enjoying the fellowship of other people at that wedding and probably talking to them about the Koyanga Ora First Partner. What's it called again? I better learn that before I go to this wedding. The First Home Partner Scheme. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. What do you do? Oh, I'm an accountant, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I've also got a podcast called keepthechange.co.nz. You should look it up. Hey, do you know anything about the Kyanga or a first-time partner scheme? No, mate. And I'm fucking gutted that I'm going to have to sit next to you for the rest of the wedding. Yeah, great. Right, let me tell you about it. So that's probably going to be my Friday by the time you're listening to this. I hope you're good out there. I hope you have a great weekend. Have the best weekend you've ever had. We'll see you next Friday.